0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Ramos Law Difference Makers Podcast, where I get the unique, special, and incredible opportunity to meet with super amazing people every single week, and then share those stories with you. And today, I have a real treat for you. This is a person whose story, albeit a young story, is an impactful and incredible story, and in fact, This guest is making a difference in our lives here at Ramos Law every single day. So I am super happy and super proud to have as my guest on the show today, Mr. Rami-Joe Najd. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'll tell you what, you are so fascinating to me because I can't believe that you're only in your early 20s. Did you even turn 22 yet? (laughs) Not yet, in one month. One month, 22. So we have a 21-year-old and I consider you like... What you do for us, you're our digital marketing expert. You're our specialist. Yeah, and we realized at the law firm that we needed someone like you because we knew the importance of digital marketing, mm-hmm. and we tried to work it through um, at first with us internally, and none yeah. of us had the skill set that we needed. And then we went to an agency, and they did a fine job for us. They did great work for us, but at some point, as a business, we evolved to say, "Man, we need a specialist." and of all the people we interviewed and all the things that, that we went through, um, along with a great advisor and mentor to, uh, to us, Eddie Malouf, yeah. you showed up. So tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself, especially, I think people are gonna get a kick out of, where you came from. You're the farthest relocation hire that we've ever had. So um, take the floor. Give us a little bit about you, rami Joe. So
1: uh, yeah, I grew up in Lebanon uh, and uh, I knew my passion for marketing at uh, at my first year of college so as everyone you go into college you don't know what you want to do like you're a bit lost and especially if you don't have enough guidance of like what you really want to do not what the society wants you to do it's a bit tough to find your voice and to find uh, your passion you know so uh, my first year i went into into engineering and uh, and yeah i knew I directly knew that this wasn't me right away. You could right away. feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the energy, you know, like you feel that you're not being yourself and, and you know, you always have to see yourself in 10 years and where you want to be in 10 years or 15 years, you know, and if you see yourself doing this, then you're on the right path. But if you don't see yourself doing this for the rest of your life, then, you know, something must change. And, uh, and yeah, I had the, this like, uh, blessing of, of having this, uh, you know, knowing this at, a, at an early age at an early stage as well so that's where i shifted to business and marketing and that's where every everything changed and uh, it is something i'm really passionate about and i do with my my whole heart you know because uh it's really interesting and there's no limit you don't have any limits and yeah back to growing up in lebanon i studied at the american university of beirut and uh, growing growing up in lebanon is like is really nice you know it's It's fun, people there are really friendly, they are very loving. So it's a nice place to grow up in, you know, because you're exposed to many things, to many people, to different, like, uh, diversity of people, you know. So you grow up, like, uh, very open-minded, you know, not limited to one thing. And uh, my family, like, definitely play a major, major role in my life. Uh, They've always been there for me. and. and they are very supportive and very, you know, caring for everything you want to do. And, uh, and you know, once you have the support system that tells you like, I will love you and I'm with you in whatever you want to do, you know, uh, you know, you're on a like boost to your yes.
0: life. I, I want to uh, sit there for just a minute. Yeah, Your parents, I know that they're very special in your life. And yeah. um, you know, you, I, I got to say, you had lots of opportunities and we had lots of opportunities and it was just this beautiful mesh but you and your family had to come to this decision to make a commitment to move from lebanon to denver colorado you know 21 years old just getting it figured out just graduating from college doing very well um i'm two-part question number one what are the major cultural differences that you see between Lebanon and the U S for our listeners? Like what would be the major things that you'd be like, this gets done a lot different here than it does in Lebanon. That's the first part. The second part is on your family. Obviously your support is there. You've already mentioned that and they love you and they're, they're behind you. Um, I'd be interested to know because your, your family also is really active right in, in the, uh lebanon society in the culture very very active and so just how all of that played together in in you growing up uh yeah so uh there's no
1: much difference you know because for me it was different experience like i'm living here on my own and i used to live with my parents and as i said like they've always supported me and they always supported my decision and the the nice thing is they believed in my decisions, you know, and they believed in me and, uh, they knew that we can, we can, we can, uh, like, he can take care of himself, you know, so this is a really good feeling to know that they trust you and they know how much, like, uh, uh good you can, you can do, you know, so, uh, so yeah, moving here, it was definitely a, a big move, like, uh, <laughs> almost 24 hours in a plane and, uh, but, uh, you know, whatever you you need to do to grow and uh, and uh, to do your thing, you know, so.
0: Uh, yeah, what was your biggest adjustment so far? I mean, you've been here with us for, you know, what, four months now? Four months, almost, yeah. And um, what, what's been the biggest adjustment that you have? Obviously, I mean, I know you have a, a dog that you absolutely love <laughs> yeah. and your family that you love, so yeah. not being in that environment, but has there been anything that you've really been like, wow, this was a, I wasn't necessarily expecting this. Yeah, so I've always been like, more independent,
1: you know, like, uh, I just took care of myself and, and I like this, uh, I like to do this. So, so coming here, like you have to take care of everything and you have to do everything on your own. So, uh, it is, it is challenging and it is overwhelming, especially like new job, new city, new people, new friends, you know, like you have the, the pressure from all, all sides, but eventually you'll have to manage. And that's life basically, you know, like you'll go through different things and you'll You'll have to experience different stuff so uh if you didn't rely on yourself and uh and on your abilities to do these things like you can't do anything you know because these are the the roots of everything that you do like these skills that you gain in the process and uh yeah they, they will help you like in whatever you do so
0: so i'm ready for anything now yes you are and in fact you know um Rami, Joe. I call for those in the audience. I call him R.J. Sometimes, but Rami, Joe is is uh, what we really typically go by. Um, you've gone through adversity before, and when you were at home, um, medically, if you wouldn't mind talking about the scoliosis stuff, yeah. the, the, it was remarkable to me um, athlete and going through your process. And as a really young guy, you get scoliosis, which is obviously something that in my chiropractic training, I'm very familiar with what that is and what it can do and how it can really affect someone's life. Talk a little bit about that situation, the scoliosis, what you went through and what you learned from that to bring you. Cause you're at 21, you're incredibly mature, man. Like in a, in a sense of self-awareness and in a sense of personal development, I don't see many 21-year-olds <laughs> like you. So you. what part did that whole thing yeah, play? Yeah, this
1: definitely played a major role in my life. Uh, at, it was, I was 14 years old. That's when we discovered that I had like a severe scoliosis. And you know, 14 years old, middle school, going into high school and playing in the basketball team and uh, at school and all of these, then suddenly like everything will change. So I was 14 years old and uh, the doctor told me, like you need an operation that's the only way you know because it was 45 degrees and that's that's severe that's huge yeah. huge
0: severe curve 45 yeah.
1: degrees yeah 45 degrees uh, like an s you yes. know so uh, we went to many like the best doctors in lebanon and they all told us the same thing until we found one who was willing to try like a brace you know like a back brace but he wasn't like he told us like i'm not sure it will work but let's try it out and see how it goes so I had to wear like a brace for three years um, and it was all the time, right? It was all the time. Like I had to wear it 23 hours per day. So I only had like 45 minutes to shower, you know, and dressed. And, and it was very challenging, like physically and mentally. And it really taught me how to like live with pain, you know, and how to handle your body and your mind to be on, con- in control of yourself, to be patient, uh, And I never really cared about anyone, like what anybody said. I always like saw the goal, saw the goal and where I was going, you know? So I knew if I wore 23 hours per day, this will make, give me good results, you know? So I just was super disciplined, like 23 hours was sharp, you know, because I knew the effect it will have to my future and like my future relied on this, you know? So uh, I had to stop everything like physical activities, quit the team and, um, yeah, I had to, I had to adapt, you know, so, uh, it's, it's tough. It's not easy mentally and physically, and you still have to focus and do all the things that a young, a young guy should do, you know, but, uh, but it was, it was, it was a great experience for me. Like, like it really builds you, you know, and it really, uh, gives you these core values, you right. know, and it makes you focus on the more important stuff and, uh, And yeah, it's all about discipline and commitment.
0: Did you realize at the time what a a teaching experience that this would be? Or were you just grinding to get through? And then when you looked back, then you're like, wow, this was one of the greatest. And you haven't used these words, but I'm hearing it kind of translate into this was one of the greatest gifts that you were given, even though it didn't feel like a gift. Or did you see it that way at the time? Like at
1: the time, it wasn't that comfortable, you know, like you're always feeling itchy and you're always in pain because like it's pushing you 24 hours a day uh but eventually like yeah as you said it is a great experience because it builds you and at the same age like yeah 14 to 17 years old yeah and at 13 years old I I started building my interest into self-development so these things helped me a lot in my journey as well so I, I used to live like day by day and. And just embracing, embracing everything, you know, and focusing more on improving myself and becoming a better person every day. So it doesn't matter the circumstances that you go through. You just have to see the bigger picture and see where you're going and just.
0: Well, here we are eight years later from when you were 13 years old. Yeah. And you and I have had this conversation several times. You and I share something in common and it's a passion for learning. Um, lots of things, but in specific, how can we be the best version of ourselves? And uh, not many 13-year-olds even have a concept of self-development or personal growth or anything like that. Was that stimulated from the outside because of your parents' deep involvement in in their lives and, and them creating a better country with the things they're doing in Lebanon? or was that just something inherent within you? How how did that come so early? Yeah, so
1: it's a a combination of both, you know, because my family is like very high achievers and they are very ambitious. And then they translated this to us in a very good way. You know, they never pushed us to do anything. They never forced us to do anything. Instead, they inspired us to do these things, you know, and they showed us like the long-term effect it has on our lives. So we were always very excited to do these things because like we saw the effect it had on my, on my parents, like they're both very successful and the same thing with my brother and sister. So, uh, it definitely has a major effect, you know, plus it had like this, uh, this thing coming out of me, like this drive to learn more, to improve, to become better. and and yeah, at this age, I started like buying all these books and reading them. Who's your favorite? Like I love Tony Tony Robbins. Oh, me too. Tony yeah. Robbins, go Tony! <laughs> yeah, he's he's super super inspirational, and uh, Gary Vee is uh, is great. Yep. Uh, and there's many names, you know. I I like I don't limit myself to one person. I'm very open to learn from anyone, and uh, like you, actors, or like uh, even artists, uh, inspirational people, authors. All of these you can learn so much from them and and now the internet gave gave us this access to this large amount of of information and so you're unlimited you don't have a limit to learning you know so you can learn literally from anyone so like 10 years ago or like 20 years ago you had to go buy for example a book and see how he's thinking right now you just youtube go on youtube and like type in a word you'll find like thousands of videos to learn from so it's nice you have like unlimited number of mentors, you know, you can learn from and learn from their experiences and things they've been through and apply them on your life, into your life, like on a daily basis. So uh, so yeah, this is, this is a major effect like uh, the internet gave us.
0: Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Like when I first started my journey, I, I graduated and I've shared some of this with you. Some of it will be new. I graduated from chiropractic school at 24. So I was pretty young, one of the youngest, probably the youngest or second youngest in my class and came out not knowing what to do other than I'm a doctor and I'm supposed to help people get better, right? And so going through that, it wasn't long after that um, that I found the personal development space. Once I graduated from college and, and my mind could shift into other things, somehow one of the first people I ran into was Tony Robbins material, same thing. So yeah. he's since I was basically just a little bit older than you are right now, that was one of the, the keystones And the more I spent time in it, the more I started feeling like, wow, I have more control of my life than I thought. But it was interesting because back then, as you just said, it was buy books, buy cassette tapes, because CDs hadn't even come out yet, right? At that time, or they were not near as prolific as they were. They were kind of new in the space, but um, they were doing them, but more cassette tapes were being sold back in the, you know, right at 1990-ish, or go to seminars. Yeah. Those were the three yeah. options that we had to learn this kind of information. And so now with what I'm seeing, it's fascinating to me because I can find people to learn from on everything from those three things which still live only not this, now we're in CDs or streaming, yeah, right, exactly, of that exactly. information. Yeah. But to um, every platform that has different bite sizes of this thing from a TikTok that might go 30 seconds to three minutes yeah. to one of the Instagram or Reels or LinkedIn for 10 minutes, all these different ways of really showing them. So so there's no reason why someone who wants to learn to grow to get better can't, right? Regardless, they get to choose how they consume it. Is that what you're seeing too? Yeah, there's no excuse really. Like, like now
1: you can download a podcast and listen to it on your way to work, on your way back, back home while you're working out, while you're in the shower before sleeping. So there's really no limit and there's no excuse because like all the information is out there and it it comes back to you and it's your responsibility to, to learn all these things, you know, and to stay up to date and keep improving yourself because Mm. you can, the things that you mentioned, you can easily get lost in them. Like TikTok, you can easily get lost watching a cat, you you know, like (laughs) (laughs) a cat video, famous cat video, but if but eventually you will have to stay focused and know what you want, what you want to learn at the end of the day, you know, so uh, it's very easy to get distracted. And, and in this age, like attention spans like are down to like two seconds, you know, so people really lost their focus. And that's why it's you have to, as a, as a person stay in control of your mind. And, you know, just like the way you go to the gym to work out and to build your physique, you have to build your mind and like, have this sharp mindset and this is not easy you know it doesn't come like uh, on it by, by itself so you have to keep on growing and keep on learning uh, building your knowledge and and yeah you can learn from literally anyone like a person walking down the street to these mentors and inspirational people to even leaders at uh, your leaders at your work you know
0: so uh, so yeah there's there's no limit keeping your eyes and ears open that, yeah. That's the main yeah. thing, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. what I'm hearing you say. And it, what's so great for me about this, RJ, is that I see you put this into action. But again, you're so young. You have <laughs> such an advantage, you know, compared to me in my mid-50s, yeah. you in your early 20s put three decades of compiled wisdom. It's just like compound interest. If you start investing right now, when you're my age now you have all that money you've put in but the compound interest of all that is what's really doing the work for you that's what's happening in your heart and your soul and your mind and your spirit right now is that compound interest is going to pay dividends and so the fact that you're on that path it it just it fills my heart and my soul (laughs) because of what you're doing because you're going to have that positive of an impact you know yeah um yeah yeah you know like you're never too early and you're never too late like
1: I hear many people say, like especially at my age, they tell me like, wow, you're still young, you still have so much time. But you're never too early, you know, because like, the sooner you start doing the things that, that you really enjoy doing, and the sooner you, you optimize your life and you start living your life to the fullest, Know, the more years you will have eventually yes. so uh, so you're never too young and they will keep on telling you you're too young until you're too old you know right isn't that the truth <laughs> so, yeah they always they always have to- something to say so uh, people always like to criticize others they always like to pinpoint things other people are doing and it could be good or bad they always know how to make it like the way that you don't want to so it's really important to uh, stay focused and you know don't listen to all the noise around you and don't listen to all the naysayers who's telling you you can't do something or, uh, who are you to do this? You know, because, uh, because eventually they will all be there once you succeed. And they will find a way to go back and say like, how they met you or, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's or, right. Then uh, all of a sudden, uh, like, I believe it. I knew it the whole yeah, time from
1: the beginning, you know, like <laughs> they will, they will find somewhere like to play, uh, to have a role in your life. So, uh, I, I would I would always say, like, know
0: what you want in life and just go for it, you know? And, yeah, uh, and you know what I will add to that? Now I'm gonna give you a little season <laughs> from my seasoned years onto what you just said, because yeah. it's beautiful. Two things, and as I've just experienced, you don't know how long you have. yeah You don't know, yeah. right? And I'm speaking from experience on that, as you well know. But because you're living your best life right now, what I've seen is, you know exactly where you wanna go until you know exactly that you want to change course. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Because at one point I thought, the la- here's the truth. When I was graduated from chiropractic school, I started treating patients. I love treating patients and mm-hmm. I treated many, many, many. And I, I literally for the first five to 10 years of my practice thought that the last act I would do on this earth was gonna be to deliver an adjustment, help someone's headache or neck, neck pain or back pain, or just help them feel at their best And when I delivered that final adjustment, then I was good after they left and they were happy. I was just going to give up the ghost right there on the side of the table. And that would be my life. That's what I thought. And that's what I wanted until I didn't, because Mm -hmm. at some point something else came over me to said, maybe I can help teach people some of these things so that they can have awesome practices and help more people than what my hands alone can do. And then it moved on to, well, maybe I can work in helping a bunch of practices across the country. And then it became, well, maybe I can change industries. And here we are, right? And so all these things by you and anyone listening, staying in the moment of being their best and doing those things and putting the time in, all of a sudden, what's supposed to happen naturally unfolds. It just shows up at the right time because you've done your part and I've done my part. So I love where you're going with. Yeah, that's
1: true. And you have have to trust the process, you know, and uh, uh one thing you said like you never know what happens so this makes you always like it, it, you should be always grateful you know for everything you have and be in the present moment because like you know we're so we have the tendency to always think of the future or the past like we're stuck in these two but we never like take the time to enjoy what what's happening right now to enjoy the people we're we're with right now you know like you see people hanging out at a restaurant and some of them are on their phone you know talking to other people, like, <laughs> like, you have literally five people on the table, like, why, why don't, why don't you communicate with each other, you know, and this moment might never happen again. So, uh, so yeah, it's really important to be grateful and, and really enjoy everything that's going on in your life. And, uh, and yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, like, uh, that, that's super true, you know, once, once you start sharing what you learn, and once you share it with the world, and it's the best feeling in the world, especially like you start building very deep connections and you start finding people who think like you and who behave like you, you know, so you'll find your click and the people you really
0: get along with. So, uh, have you found a lot of those here so far since moving the, they say the birds uh, of a feather flock together kind of thing. And <laughs> that goes in different ways. Like yeah. it could be all athletic stuff or it could be all emotional development stuff or spiritual stuff have you started to, to over the last handful of months coalesce a group that just is like-minded like you yeah like r- right now I do have few people they're spread around the world you know
1: like and especially with today's communication it's easy to communicate and I always aim to meet like and uh, create these amazing group of people where you where you can really share everything your thoughts and and you know, when everyone really cares for each other and really supports one another to, uh, and believes, you know, and, uh, in the other person's dreams or whatever he's, he's working on, uh, you'd have a very supportive system. And it's really amazing to have like a group of people supporting each other and, uh, helping each other out. And, you know, like, uh, it's really good, whether it was personal or like if someone started their own business or whatever. Right. That's, we we've
0: seen that here with you. Um kind of transitioning into your specialty because now anyone listening knows why you're so great at what you do because it's always the foundation of the human that that creates the lack of limits at the top side of achievement right like the better of a person you are the more opportunity you have to do anything that you want in life the more you restrict yourself as a human and you just get stuck in a certain way you, you limit yourself so you've just opened up and shared so much gold with our, our watchers and our listeners. (laughs) I want to now transfer that into how it applies in what you do. You talked about people that really want to see you succeed, people that really want to see you grow. And essentially you're kind of starting a business within our business, right? You started a new, um, portion of our business. We never had before, which is our own digital marketing specialist. I know that Eddie Malouf, we mentioned him once before he is world-class and rock star at what he does owns a big digital agency and he cared enough to invest in you. And he's been putting regular time into you share the experience that you've noticed of that mentor thing. Cause you came out already with a degree in this stuff. Give us, if you can, what it means to have someone with real world experience at that level, help with what you brought. Cause I think all of our listeners, it may motivate them to go, man, maybe I need to find a mentor like this. Or it may make them say, maybe I want to be a mentor to someone because I have this special skill. So would you talk about that just a bit?
1: Yeah, definitely. Eddie has been like a really great mentor ever since I got here. And and as you said, the real world is much different than what you learn at school, you know? So you learn at, in university, everything is very theoretical and everything is like technical, but they never teach you what what's, what's the real world waiting for you, you know? So he's definitely been a great mentor. I've learned from him like personal stuff and professional stuff. Like you can le- really learn from him, from anything. And that's a good way if if someone's planning to to find a mentor. It's really important to find someone who you want to be like in in a few years, you know? Like someone you see yourself in in his position like in a few years. And I saw this in Adi and I saw this in you as well. And uh, uh, being here like, uh, everyone here at Law I think the reason everyone's really happy and uh, they're really, th- they love their job is being under great leadership, you know, because leadership plays a major role. It either can break or make someone, especially in the work field. And we've seen many people like hate their jobs because like, you know, their manager or their boss like uh, never gives them credit or always says negative stuff about them or like always sees the bad things they do. They never uh say like uh, appreciate the things they the good things they do so being under good leadership is really important uh, uh for any age and for anyone to be happy and leadership comes in different ways it's uh really believing in other people and the people you work with and appreciating them on a daily basis and uh, you know seeing seeing their potential so uh, so yeah i'm really glad that uh I had the opportunity to be in such a, such a healthy and positive environment, you know? Oh, that's great.
0: Yeah. And what What would you say is that when you look at something that you learned from Eddie that did translate, that was all of a sudden like, oh, wow, I didn't expect it like that in school. Like we, it didn't, theoretically, this was way different or, or it really said, that's exactly, now I see. Was there some concept or some thing that you learned under that tutelage that you said, wow, that really impressed you since doing that?
1: Uh, Yeah, so basically in the digital world, there's no right answer, you know, you you always have to try and see how it goes, there's trial and error, there's a lot of it, and you always have to keep on learning and like digging deep into these things to uncover, uncover uh, like new stuff, you know, because you can't read about it and you can't watch a video about it. You, you actually have to do it and see how it goes. And, uh, and there's a lot, there's a lot of pressure and there's a, there's a lot of like, uh, things that might be working one day. And then the other day it just, you know, Evaporates evaporates exactly. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a place you, you have to always be like up to date, be very like detail oriented and, and make sure just like everything's working, you know, because like, if you go back to, to school or like university you know uh they make they don't teach you the technical stuff they they don't they don't tell you like how bad you might fail or what to do if you fail you know they just just teach you theories and things that've that been there for like years and years and they don't put you like in the actual under in pressure the moment. in the moment yeah. yeah where where you're there and you're doing something and when you know something Turns out bad, and you have like one hour to fix it, and then have it back running again. You know, so uh, so yeah, th- this is this is definitely something you learn once you're in the once you start, you know, work, working and in,
0: in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So w- what about so let's now take some of your expertise and share it with our audience. So um, you focus on all platforms. So. You're not focusing on helping us with TV ads, radio ads necessarily. That's not where you do it. It's the digital world, but it's all platforms. And so if someone were, um, let's pretend even this, instead of being an entrepreneur right now, let's just say someone wants to get their message out there. They want to be an influencer. So many young folks today, right? They want to, that's what they want to do. They want to be out there. Um, how do they get their brand, their personal brand or their message out in, in some simple ways that they might benefit from?
1: Yeah, so now all these platforms are free and anyone have access to them, you know, so uh, and it it went down to really anyone can create his own brand and anyone can do anything. And it's not limited to any field or any like uh, something they do. Like literally anyone can can be there on social media and and make it big. So that's a cool thing because like it doesn't put limits on you. So whether you work in chocolate, you know, or you have a passion for, for cars, let's say, or you're a doctor or a lawyer or whatever, uh, you have the opportunity and you have a voice on these platforms. And with the rise of TikTok, and uh, all these, uh, like Instagram, you know, so uh, people are creating much more content, and they're putting their uh, themselves out there. And they're finding people who are actually interested in what they have to offer, you know, so. uh, uh, So you just have to create content and and be yourself, be authentic. Don't, don't try to be someone else, you know, because like people can sense these things, they sense when someone is being authentic or fake. And, uh, and once you're passionate about something and you're talking about it, people, people are going to see it and they're going to be attracted to your brand and to your page. So, so they might follow because either they align with what you say, or you inspire them in some way, or you just entertain them, you know, so it's either you're either learning from you or you're entertaining them.
0: Yes, and uh, and you can do both. right? the best, can, the best people. I love what you said: entertain, or inspire, or educate. Those are the three things that I really, really um, think that you do a great job of help, helping us do here at the law firm. Because not every personality is is designed to entertain.
1: Yeah,
0: right. Some people are natural entertainers, but others are just they're really about the facts. They're really about the information. Like if we looked at at our um, our PhD head of the medical sciences division, Dr. Don Cooper, that guy is not going to do any stand-up routines, right? But if you want to know about anything with respect to certain physiological things or um, vaccine injuries or that kind of stuff, uh, as far as educating, that's his specialty. So when someone's out there giving a message, if you can combine entertainment, education, and inspiration in some combination of those two or three, that's awesome. But if you can't, that's still not a reason not to get yourself and your message out there for you your business whatever it might be your cause right your your nonprofit your charity but just do it in a way that's like you said authentic to you is that what you yeah. found to be most successful
1: yeah yeah definitely and uh let's uh, talking about TikTok for example it started out as a like a younger generation but <laughs> it grew up like really really fast and it still has like this uh, some people still think it is that way but but really it's for everyone now and everyone from all all ages people are there and and actually like seniors are being very respected on the platform and seen as like you know like uh, as great people to learn from because they share their stories they share things they've been through so uh it's really for everyone and uh and yeah you don't have to do some crazy things you can just do your thing you know just right to talk about a specific topic share it in a very engaging way you know and people will be interested eventually because like you will have your niche you know it's really important to find your niche and just talk about it and uh and on tiktok you have everyone there same thing for all other platforms and you're really not limited to one specific type of people you know so i find it really cool because like the world is your limit if we're here in denver like a person in China might be watching my video you know and and having having the same like same thoughts or like same effect and that's really cool to to know that you can communicate and inspire and learn from people from all around the world and that, that that's that's the major that's the major like uh benefit of social media and uh you know we should tap more into this because I hear so many people say, like uh, main, mainly parents, like they, they don't let, for example, their kids use cell phones at like till the age of 15 or 16, or they limit their use uh, of social media. Or, But you never know what they are doing. You know, you should always inspire them to to be their best. But on social media, you should always like guide them to the right path where they can learn and wake, where they can like uh, grow themselves, you know, personally or professionally and social media is the best way now and if you're not there like you're missing out a lot business and you're missing out a lot
0: on learning so true i'll share this um i don't do a lot of social media currently but i went through a period of about two and a half years where i posted every single day and i put posts and they were all about what you and i talked about on the first half of our show which was you know positive impact and personal development things that I had been learning people I had met things I'd seen and I just wanted to put a message out there with no other intention but to say I hope it helps someone
1: yeah
0: and what I found was that as I was consistent in my message um, it, it did it did have some positive impact on people and it was a lovely lovely experience for like I say I think about two and a half years I, I maybe missed three days five <laughs> days maybe in that yeah. whole time but and that, that,
1: that's that's amazing like it was it was like
0: it's very few people can't commit to this uh, this amount of time and I just stay awesome. consistent. Yeah, it, it was awesome. And you know there are reasons that that I discontinued for the time being. Um, that you know we can go through some time, but at the end of the day, the what you say rings so true. Where I noticed that when I was giving my heart and being authentic, that I, I really I got some pushback on some of my messages, which I expected because if not, then I don't want everyone to agree with me. But that when the feedback of people saying thank you. That's exactly what I needed today. It was, it really, really warmed my heart. And so for all of you out there listening or watching, if you have something to say and you want people to hear it or see it, it's the easiest, cheapest, best way to do that. You just gotta be okay with, Number one, putting yourself out there, and number two, understanding people will give you pushback, and how do you handle that? So exactly. let's bring that question up. Yeah, you if know that. Someone like, gives you negative feedback. What do you What do you suggest? You, you
1: know why most people are afraid to post on social media or share something online? Hmm. It's they're afraid of being judged by others. They're afraid of how other people might think of them. They're afraid of these negative comments, you know. And as Gary V said, like we tend to overvalue like uh, the good things and the bad things if you just give the same energy on the good things as the bad things you know the negative stuff you'll you'll be happy so many people tend to focus more on the negative things they they get on social media and they don't focus on all the great stuff uh, they've been exposed to and uh, yeah the best way to handle these things is to actually listen to what they're saying you know and uh, most people who hate are come from pain and they're being uh, they're going through something in their life. So uh, you got to have empathy <laughs> and and see where they're coming from. And secondly, you you, you don't have to listen to all these like uh, negative people, you know, because as I said before, like people are going to are going to talk about you. Whether you do something good or do something bad, they, are go- they, they would have they will always have something to say about you. So. This will limit you, and will limit your success. And being afraid of being judged by others can limit you in so many ways. It, you will stop doing the things that you want to do. You will stop going out and you know seeing uh, seeing different stuff because you're afraid of how people might perceive you. So you 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 have to have the courage to to go out there and do your thing and and be yourself. You know. And once you make peace with yourself and you actually know who you are, uh, like no one can break you. You know, like no one can break you because you've already dealt with the inner uh, devil, if you want. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know the good and bad. So, so whatever someone comes and tells you like, all right, that's cool. Like, I, I know this, you know, mm-hmm. or like, uh, yeah. I, I made peace with this, you know. So, uh, so yes, you shouldn't uh, be too
0: concerned about what other people have to say about you. And how often should you, we're talking about organic work right now. We're yeah. not talking about paid ads, which yeah. we can shift to in a minute. But in this organic posting, it, it, Gary V, who we're both big fans of, he's like, hey, if you can get, you know, 20 posts a day, get it done. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen anything from your perspective, whether it's working with, uh, you know, any of the other groups you worked with prior to us, all your school stuff, and now working with us, is there a minimum? That you see and it might be different by platform but for you know, yeah. if someone says how much is too much if i'm posting or how much do i got to do to make an impact what would you say to that
1: there's no minimum you know and there's no maximum and uh, like just it might be one video might be equal to five videos you know like it's about quality and and what you say and uh, yeah there like you can post one video and and does really well you know and you can pass, post five videos 10 videos so it really comes down to how much you can make uh per day and how much you can create to stay uh, like consistent yeah and you relevant know. right yeah like, and relevant you can't go like too long or they're like who yeah like you can't create like some people get too excited they create 10 videos at, at the spot and then they just get lazy you know you have to, to find a way to to make balance and stay consistent and see the uh, see the long run so yeah to get back to your question there there's really no no limit you know uh, all these people tells you like post like five posts per day, one at each hour. Like it just doesn't work that way anymore. Mm. You know, it really comes down down to the quality of your content and how much value you're adding to people's lives and
0: creating your tribe, right? Like, yeah, 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 it's interesting. I was listening to a podcast this morning and this is a physical therapist. He, he was on Andrew Huberman's show, which I'm a big fan of that, of that podcast. So this PT's on there and he's awesome. And he's got, he's got, um, videos out there with 30 million views on them of different exercises and things like that. But because he's creating a, an audience, a community, a tribe, that then he becomes a trusted advisor or an authority. So whenever we have messages, those messages, we're not necessarily trying to reach the world all at one time. We wanna we want to build our community and our connections and let that start organically growing, right? As opposed to saying, my message is for everybody because no messages for everybody. Exactly,
1: exactly. No messages for everybody, and uh, and yeah, you just you, you can't you can't like just like any business, you know, it's not it's never for anyone. You have to start somewhere with a niche or a group of people, and fi- finding your niche is one of the ma- most important things while starting your personal brand or your business.
0: Or, How do you do that? Or whatever. How would someone find their niche?
1: Like it depends on what you're talking about. You know, it depends in what field you're into. So let's say you're in self development your niche would be people who are looking to improve their lives, people who are interested in learning and growing, people who are interested in improving themselves. You know, if you're someone who works out and you post content of you, like uh, giving tips, gym tips, or like working out tips, your niche would be people who, who work out, you know, and who go to the gym and who are actually on this platform looking to,
0: to learn. And so, do they find each other by typing in keywords. So let's say I love bunny rabbits and yeah. I just, man, I'm all about the rabbit. And so <laughs> I know about them. I train rabbits, whatever that means. I breed rabbits. I have all these things about rabbits. I start putting out content. Do people type in, I wanna learn about rabbits and that's how they find me? Or do I put out content and do something to go searching for those people?
1: Yeah, so the algorithm algorithm play a major role in this. It's, it's really smart and whenever you create an account and you start posting video it will put you in one of the niches you know and that's why they say like it's better to always have a niche and not talk about just anything you know uh and it will put you in these categories and it will start pumping your videos into people who watch similar videos you know so talking about uh like uh, animals or rabbits you know like it will start showing people who actually watch these videos and the algorithm can say like how much how they interact with the video, how they engage with it. If they watch the whole video till the end, they watch it twice. They liked, shared it, you know, all of these things play a major role. And uh, these things like this is how the algorithm work. And this is how it will start showing other people's content to you. And it's really tailored to every person. So uh, the for you page, for example, it really does uh, to a certain extent, it does Show you relevant stuff to you, you know, uh, because you're interested in these stuff. And I you, know YouTube you, is
0: ridiculous. Yeah, it's, I it's, watch one it's really YouTube smart. thing on on whatever, and if I change directions from what I normally because I spend time on YouTube every day, self development, like what we're talking about, or exercise or something. Yeah, and when I hit on qigong, which is something I've been playing <laughs> with recently. The next morning, it's all kinds of Qigong. Then if I go to fitness, the next morning, it's all kinds of fitness with some Qigong. (laughs) Those things are ridiculous. Yeah, this was the
1: breakthrough for YouTube. Like uh, at first you had to subscribe for people to, you know, for them to see your videos or you had to start them up. But after they switched to like recommendations and once you watch this video, it will recommend this video. This this was the breakthrough and this changed the whole game. And uh, I, I find it really useful, you know, because like, you want to watch relevant things. Yes. You know, you don't want to watch, like, things you're not interested in. And same thing for the ads. Like, some people are afraid of, like, uh, you know, tracking or, like, privacy. But uh, but I believe that, that <clears throat> they're really showing you relevant stuff to you and things you might need in your life. So, so why not, you know? Yeah. Well, let's move to that.
0: Paid ads. Yeah. Um, if someone has a desire to run paid ads for their business, whatever that might be, Are there certain elements that they should have in an ad to make it as successful as possible?
1: Uh, It depends on the platform and it depends on the business. So uh, once you start advertising, you really have to understand the behavior of people on every platform, because like the same person behaves in a different way on every platform. And you know that like when you're on TikTok, you're just looking for entertainment, maybe, you know, or on YouTube, you just want to have fun. But someone on Twitter is looking to more maybe into politics or more into reading stuff, you know. Or LinkedIn. They're LinkedIn, their, yeah, more professional, sharing their professional career stuff and like professional experience. So uh, you really have to understand people's behavior on every platform. And once you you have that done, you, you will know like which platforms you should advertise on and which platforms you uh, you will do good. You know which fits your your brand and your. Uh, your brand personality. So uh, uh, any ad should be like if you're, if you're talking like uh, on Instagram or TikTok, let's say they should be really entertaining, not entertaining in a way that you're making so- something fun, but like very catchy, very uh, they should have like a hook in the beginning, because like as we said, like people's attention spam went down really bad. So if you don't get their attention, like the first few seconds, you might lose a, a very a potential client. So they should be very informative and you should like deliver your brand message and what you're, what you're selling, you know? And, uh,
0: so yeah. That's important. So if I hear you say in this, and we'll kind of summarize this for our organic stuff, or we want to be authentic, yeah. we want to give, uh, information that is either entertaining, inspiring, or educational. And then when we're taking that to an ad, we want to continue on with the theme of being authentic but then we want to use um, captions or images or something to make someone stop and see that and sometimes a post can become an ad right like yeah. a, a really a really good post that had a lot of engagement then that that business or that person could make that into an ad because their audience liked it and they showed wow this is a this is a little sample yeah. these people loved it we're going to take this now now we're going to put some money behind it and see what happens to the, the general universe of people, if you will.
1: Yeah, that's really important. You have to see what's working or what's not, you know. And that's why, like, we usually create a, a large set of ads and we just launch them and see which one does does best. Some people might, uh, might like, relate to, to one post, one ad, and not the other, you know. Other people might relate to this one. So uh, you should really, yeah, create, like, as much as you can and put them out there. And uh, yeah, there's, there's no, not like a set rule, you know? Uh, you just have to stay true to your brand and to what you're selling. And that's really important. That
0: is critically important. And this has been an important conversation, Ramiju. I will tell you this right now. <laughs> you made Mr. and Mrs. Najd and all the family members back home proud. This is probably gonna go national in Lebanon. That's how good this was, the information you gave. You made everybody and, and us here at Ramos Law so proud. Um, I have a final question for you, and it is this. Is there one piece of advice that you've gotten or learned along the way in your in your 21 years so far that has just really been something that has been an anchor for you?
1: Uh, <clears throat> well, this, I have three mantras I live by. Oh, good, yeah. Yeah, the first one is enjoy the process. And I always say this, whatever you're doing and wherever you are in life, just enjoy the process and enjoy what you're doing, you know. Because as humans, we always tend to connect like things to what's next. You know, my I will be happy once I get this job. I will be happy once I move here, once I get a raise or, you know, so and once you get these things, you will you will realize that, no, I'm not happy. Then you create a new goal for yourself, you know, so so people are always on this chasing happiness or chasing like purpose, whatever, if you put yourself in the moment and just enjoy the process and enjoy whatever you're doing and see that positive impact it might have on your life this is this is life changing you know because you might be doing something you you know not, you don't enjoy you know or you don't like but if you see the bigger picture you'll see how much like it will it will have a positive impact on your life the second one is uh, it's a quote by jim Rohn. he said you don't get what you want you get what you deserve oh good one yeah this is a really good one so so if you want something no no one's going to come and give it to you, you know, on silver plate. You have to actually work yourself to it and you have to put yourself out there, get, off, get out of your comfort zone and do the work that it requires, you know. So you can't just lay back and say, I want this and just keep dreaming about it. Like dreaming without goals is nothing and goals without actions. It's just, you know, yeah. it's just paper. Wishes. Yeah, just wishes. Exactly. And the third one is, uh, this one my mom told it, uh, like I was preparing for a presentation and my mom like told it, said it to me. It's a quote by uh, Benjamin Franklin and she said, uh, if you f- if you fail to prepare, you are preparing to fail. If you fail to prepare, you are preparing to fail. And this, just this moment just stick with me like my whole life and I, I remember it like whenever, whatever, I'm doing something or like preparing for something, you know, a big event or anything, or even the, the, the small daily things. If you fail to prepare for this, you will actually like
0: fail. You're setting it up for it not to work. Exactly. Oh man, that is three so mantras. D- that, three things I live by every uh, day. And, and uh, I can see why you're doing so well. Cause there's a three <laughs> incredible mantras. And I'm telling you, Rami Joe, you have been just such a blessing to our business, a blessing to our lives, a blessing to me personally right? And, and I, I tell you, this goes out to um, your mom and dad. I got him. I'm taking care of him. Okay, I promise. I'm taking care of him, whatever he needs. And um, you are just so good to have here, man. And I know people listening and watching have gotten better. They're better humans and they're better at what they do um, by listening to this. In fact, you may want to listen to it more than once. And speaking of which, if you've enjoyed this, please share it. Send it somewhere. Someone needs to hear this message. Uh, We believe in making a difference here. That's the name of the show. And and we bring people on that are doing that. And this particular episode, I think, was was uh, not only fascinating, but incredibly important. So, if you know someone who could use this message of hope and, and uh, life building lessons, please send it their way. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us here at Ramos Law. So, Rami Joe, thanks. It was thank you so such much. a pleasure. And now we can get back to work and make all this stuff into reality. <laughs> yep. It's, it's always a pleasure
1: talking to you. And, uh, and I always learn something from you. So, uh, oh, thank you. So, yeah, thank you for being uh, an amazing mentor and leader. I appreciate that. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. We'll
0: see you next week.